What's happening? Welcome to Wednesday's show. Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. Amy, how old do you feel? I, I, I am 40, but I don't feel 40. I don't know how to define it. I guess I feel 30. Unless I'm wearing heels and my knees start to hurt and my back. If you were to assign a number, though, to the age you feel versus... 30. 30? Feel 30. Wow. Yeah, what about you? Mm, You're 41. Yeah, 33, 34. Okay. What? So what? Same. Really? You guys feel younger than you are? Yes. I mean, Man. I feel like physically, I look my best at my age now. You do. You do look great. I think because I take care of myself now when I used to not. Physically, the only thing that hurts about me is if I get hurt, it's harder to bounce back. The recovery, yeah. Mm-hmm. I still can work out and and see results and my metabolism's still pretty good. And I'm, I'm 41 years old. I think things are supposed to start slowing down. But right now I'm doing good. You're 42? <laughs> yeah. What would you put the age that you feel? 65. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. Guys, I wake up and I sit at the edge of my bed for about 10 minutes and I'm like, I don't know if I can do this today. <laughs> and even right That's now, if I stood up right now, my knees would hurt and I would limp my way to the door until I could get to the bathroom. What's wrong with I you? I don't know, man. A survey of 2,000 Americans found that most people 40 and older feel at least seven years younger. Wow. Okay. Because they still see their younger selves when looking in the mirror. Mm, that is true. I, I don't see the aging, you know? Because it's, you look at yourself every day, but then I look back at a picture and I'm like, and you can see oh, young you. I look older. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where Caitlin gets me is we'll run into somebody, if we're back in Arkansas especially, that I used to know when I was younger. And I'll be like, dang, he looks a lot older. <laughs> like, wow. And she's like, yeah, you do too. You do too. <laughs> I'm like, but no. I mean, woo. Hey, not like that. Like that is that's a rough life. And she's like, he's your age. Yeah. And so only other people have aged. Not. I can see me getting a little older. My sideburns turn gray. Any face hair, there's a little gray in it here. Certain spots on my chin. Mm-hmm. My the top of my head hasn't turned gray yet. Maybe there's if you look closely, you could find some, but it's still pretty dark. But I'm like, I should. You know, color my sideburns, which I used to do a little bit on for TV. They would they would do a thing. And she would, Caitlin would be like, I don't like that. Yeah, no, I don't either. I don't like when guys do just for men or whatever that is, and they don't color be a their, hater. I'm just saying, you, you girls get to do everything. I know we do that, and we get Wait, chastised. You just said she didn't like it either. Yeah, I'm talking to her too. Okay. Let us do our thing. I just I like a gray beard or a gray. Like if your if your facial hair is gray, then like let it be gray. Don't dye it. I guess. For me, mostly it was when I was still trying to find love. I didn't want to be the old guy with gray who would, someone would be like, oh, he's too old. Right. So color it until you snag her up. And this, then-, then I'm just letting, <laughs> letting it rip. Yeah. That's right. Okay, it's now time to read today's edition of The Mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. Last week we were having a garage sale. And a neighbor said he heard we had a great backyard and asked if he could take a peek. The sale was busy, so my husband said, hey, just go back and look. We have sliding glass doors that go from the garage to the backyard. My husband had the door open with the screen door. The guy didn't see the screen door and just plowed through and broke it. It came off track and everything. We talked to the company that put the door in and said it would cost 300 bucks to fix the screen. We don't know what to do. Do we ask the guy for the money to fix it, even though he's our neighbor? We don't really know him that well. 
what do we do? Ask him for money or let it go. P.S. He was aware that he broke it because he and his wife came and apologized to my husband after it happened and showed him that it was broken. I'm on team. Let it go. My husband is on team. Have him pay. <laughs> Thanks so much, Bailey. You want to go first? I mean, if they're not, oh, this is so awkward. I hope, I wish for your sake that maybe one day he just comes over and offers to pay for it. Or he's like, hey, how much is that door? I broke it. But I guess since he hasn't done that, I would be team let it go. Because I don't want to make my neighbor feel awkward. Yeah, he's not going to do that if he hasn't already done it because he's addressed it already. Yeah, That's the first, I would think if it were me, as soon as it happened, I'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry. You got to let me pay for this. I broke it. That's not going to happen here. Okay. I can tell. I'm still hopeful. But you would be on Team Let It Go? Yeah, I'd be Team Let It Go. Lunchbox? Oh, you broke it, you buy it. Listen, <laughs> you broke my screen door. If I go into a store and I break a vase, I got to buy it. So I'm going to his door. Where are you shopping for vases, <laughs> bruh? Interesting. Well, and sometimes the store might be like, and okay, most stores just don't. Leave. They're just like, you're good. It's fine. No, you go into some stores, it says, like an antique <laughs> shop, it says, you, you, you want an antique shops? You never been in one? But antique shop's different because they only have one. You know when he goes antiquing on the He's weekends? Like, like, for example, yesterday when I went antiquing. <laughs> I saw a Marie Antoinette dresser, and I knocked something off of it. And I so broke you get it, a, I bought it. You get an invoice from that company, you march down to his door and say, Hey, Bill, pay. Here's your bill. Let's go. <laughs> okay, Bill. Hey, Bill, here's your bill. <laughs> what do you think? I would let it go. Mm-hmm. I kind of don't like that about me sometimes. If it's a screen door and I said, hey, go check, I would would let it go. Yeah. I hate that he didn't offer to pay at the beginning. If it were a car or something significant, it would be different. But a screen door, I'd probably let go. Eddie? (laughs) Dude, there's nothing you can do about it. You got to let it go. I mean, he broke it. He didn't offer to pay. It's a loss. I hate saying that. And accidents do happen. And hopefully... At some point in my life, whenever I have an accident, maybe I don't realize I broke something, somebody's going, hey, let's not bother him. Let's just pay for it. And like, I do think that right. stuff kind of happens in life. You take care of people, people take care of you. You don't even realize it sometimes who's been taking care of you. So, under that umbrella, I go, I'm just going to pay for it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Now, question for Lunchbox. If, yeah. if you're, uh, you broke it, you pay for it, right? So, yep. so, do you get to take the door? Like, is it yours once you pay for it? Well, yeah, you can have the broken door. Okay. Why would I want it? Good point. Okay. Maybe he sells an antique shop. You go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we voted three to one. Just let it be, let it be. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Here's a voicemail from a mom and her son. Hey, Bobby. It's Amanda. Hey, Bobby. It's Noah. I'm your biggest friend. I'm from Niceville, Florida. And what's tomorrow? My birthday. How old are you going to be? Nine. And what do we want to call in and tell Bobby, Lunchbox, Eddie, and Amy? I feel good. good. Oh, I feel so good. good. Ah! (laughs) So cute. (laughs) Happy birthday. All right, here's um, Shauna in Charleston, South Carolina. I wanted to talk about the cicadas. When I lived in Las Vegas, we actually had a swarm of cicadas and they are horrible. When they shed their shells, we would have to go out every other day and just wash the cicadas off of everything. It is horrible. That's the worst part of it, other than the sound. If I don't physically get attacked by cicadas at this point, I'm going to be disappointed. Right, because I'm <laughs> expecting like, like end of world type stuff. Yeah. The hype Behind the cicadas, unparalleled. I better at least get 10 in my mouth. 
Yeah. No, right. Yeah. If I yawn, <laughs> you should hear a crunch when That's I'm done. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what the what Ray and Bay have been selling us with call like let's go. Cicada me up. Like when I go to the bathroom, I should be like, how did a cicada get in there? Like that's how <laughs> I ate a cicada? <laughs> no, no, it didn't no. like still alive. Oh, I yeah, 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 yeah. In his pants. <laughs> no, in my butt. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh. See, wow. we, we all had different interpretations. Yeah, we did. Okay. I just thought maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay, now let's go over and check the big songs in country music this week. At number three, it's Eric Church, Hell of a View. This ain't for everybody, toes hanging off the ledge, like we got nothing to lose. Ain't always heaven, baby, it's living on the edge, you holding me, holding you, it's a hell of a view. You like that one? Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I like it. it I, it's not my favorite Eric Church. Like, that record has, in my opinion, way better songs on it. Oh. Yeah. You wouldn't have picked that one? No. It's good, when it, but I don't turn it up. when it, I'll leave it on, but I don't turn it up. <laughs> Some of the crap that comes on, I change. I'm like, I don't like that song at all. So I, that's a lever. I leave that one on. Um, Jake Owen, Made For You, still at number two. Was made for you. This one is just a lever as well. It used to be a turn-upper. But it's existed in my world for so long. That you can leave it. I leave it, yeah. but I don't change it. This next one, I still turn up. <laughs> You're going to say turn. like. No, no, no. <laughs> next one, I turn it up. Sam Hunt, Breaking Up Was Easy in the 90s. I'm sick of sitting at the house, dying on my phone. Turn it up. Yeah. Yeah, turn it up, Ray. I can be alone, try to let you go. Something always reminds me. I've been breaking up was easy in the 90s. Tired of getting drunk, tired of being in a second, I'll play you a bit of Sam Hunt doing a sound check in our studio, playing this song, but a bluegrass version. And I think it's okay we play it. Sure. <laughs> Why not? It's awesome. Yeah, it's it really good. If it okay. wasn't good or they had an instrument problem, we wouldn't right. play it. Uh, the number one pop song, I get my pizza down in Georgia. Georgia. I got my pizza yeah. down in Georgia. Oh, yeah. I get my weed from California. They bleeped that out, but Amy still said it oh, over sorry. the song. <laughs> nice, Amy. You know, Eddie, your kids sing this song. They do. And you're like... I don't know if we want to say the word weed. Yeah, because they say it out loud. Parent, like Amy did. A parent reached out to me and said, they said it's, I get my wheat in California. Wheat? Oh, sweet. Hey. Yeah. So it. if they ever ask, I'll just be like, yeah, wheat. I get my peaches Big. down in Georgia. I get my wheat in California. <laughs> That's a good trick. I like that. Uh, the number one dance song is from Joel Corey, Ray, and David Guetta. It's called Bed. Let's go to the club. No. No, okay. But I don't mind it. Can you imagine going to the club? <laughs> no, now? I cannot. I'm 41 years old. Get My head out. hurts thinking about it. Lunchbox, if you went to a club, you think you fit in? Yes. I think I know how to fit in at any age, and I know how to dance, and I mean, people flock to me in the club. I know how to act. Get a bottle, get the sparklers going. People are like, that dude belongs here. Of course they flock here. to you. You have a bottle. They're like, they're can like, I get some? Old, old guy's got a bottle. Let's go on over there. You'd be old guy in the club now. No. Yeah, you no would No chance. You're about to be 40. Yeah, I'm about to be 40, but there are 50-year-olds in the club. And they're old guy in the club. Mm-hmm. You would also be old guy in the club. Ooh. If you're 35, you're old guy in the yeah, club. Yeah, when do you switch over to old guy in the club? Really? Mid-30s? Morgan, when do you switch over to old guy in the club? Um, hmm. I don't know if I'd put on an age on it. I think it depends if you stand at the bar and just watch people. But if you're oh. dancing with everyone, 
I don't think anybody can say anything because so you're kind of in the mix. It's more of an attitude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, so if a 60-year-old dude's dancing with everyone, it's all it's all good? No one yeah, notices Yeah, everybody's going to love it. But, but he's, he's, he's cool old guy in the club. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. If he's standing on the side watching, he's like, okay, that's kind of creepy. You should probably go home. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. I think people would still notice you're not 23. That's why. Dang. I didn't think I'd pass my time, but maybe. Morgan, would I be old man in the club? You may be getting there. Oh. <laughs> I like the soundtrack of the music over this conversation. Yeah, I know. No, I'm like, why couldn't we be talking over peaches? Okay. Bobby Bonshaw. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Miranda Lambert released a new song after fans kept asking her for it. Here's her new song called They've Closed Down the Honky Tonks. Dominion has a new song coming out this Friday called I Was on a Boat That Day. Here's a teaser. Kelsey Ballerini and the Jonas Brothers are working on something, but they haven't revealed what it is yet. They shared matching posts on Instagram, and fans are speculating that the two could be touring together as the guys are standing in front of the Hollywood Bowl in their post. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. This is a good story here. A puppy born with only three paws has found her forever home with a Minnesota child with a prosthetic leg. According to CBS Minnesota, the golden retriever named Marvel was the only one in her litter born without a front right paw. She's been taken in by the Williams family, whose seven-year-old son had his right leg amputated three years ago. And so now you have the puppy without a paw with a kid with an amputated leg. That's so cool. They're a match. It gives him the opportunity to tell the kids, oh, she's missing a paw. She's like me. And it also gives him that voice, too, to advocate for himself. Oh, that's a perfect... Which is a really great story. Therapeutic pet. Anybody have a, a golden retriever? Uh, we had one growing up. Nikki could jump the six-foot fence in our backyard. <laughs> She'd go up on the roof. She would knock out the screen, get on the roof, and jump off the roof. <laughs> on the roof? Wow. Wait, she would jump over a six-foot fence? Yep. Jump that high? Well, she would jump, get her legs on top, and then pull herself over. She could go across the street, unlatch the gate, and let the neighbor's dogs out. And they'd come climb in our house. Oh, no wow. joke. What happened to her? Uh, she just, old age, we had yeah. to put her down. Her back hips went out. We had to put her in a wheelchair for a couple years. But she lived a long life and you didn't lose her from jumping over the fence? I guess nope. that was my question. We would let, she wanted to run so much at night, 10 o'clock at night, we'd open the front door and let her run for an hour. Then we'd light fireworks in the backyard. She'd come running back. <laughs> you would light fireworks? <laughs> yeah, any, lo- any loud bangs, she would come back. She'd but run your her- neighbors wouldn't go, why are you guys shooting fireworks <laughs> at 10 o'clock? Oh, yeah, or 11. Just a little uh, thing of black cats, or you could bring the trombone out there. What? And who had a trombone? My nerdy brother was in the band in middle school, and he played trombone. <laughs> so you blew the trombone. Yep. Any loud noise, you just go out on the back porch, and she'd come running back. She hey, was amazing. Nikki? Nikki. And we would we would ride our bikes to school. She'd get out with us, and she'd just follow us all the way to school and run around the elementary school waiting for us. And she never got... Lost, never, never was, wow. never got lost, never got hit by a car. Probably the dumbest thing we ever did was let her out every night to run around for an hour. Eller will come back with a whistle. 
She's she's, she's our, finds whistles. Our dog. She's <laughs> half husky. What did you say? <laughs> she finds whistles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. whistler. Okay, we have a whistle. It. We have two. One at each door. We can blow it, and she'll come running back. But she runs around the property. She did figure out how to get out the back gate, though. Oh no. Uh oh. And luckily, I saw her get out the back gate, so we don't let her go back there anymore. But she'll come back to a whistle because we whistle trained her. I talked about this earlier. We have, if she hears the whistle and she comes to it, she gets like a great treat. It's like a piece of ham or something. Oh, okay. It's not just a dog treat. So she's whistle trained. When she hears that, she comes and gets meat. What? Mm, you just gave me an idea. You want to be whistle trained? No. <laughs> <laughs> or you want meat? For my birds. Oh, gosh. I'm going to offer, oh, I'm going to, I have a whistle and now I'm going to offer them awesome treats when they, if they come to the whistle. Good idea. <laughs> anyway, oh, it's boy. a great story, huh? The Tell Me yes, Something Good. Yeah, 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 I good. love it. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. You saw people hoarding gas? Yeah, no. Well, there was a sticky note on the uh, where I was going to get the gas, and it said you need to come and pay inside. And I was like, oh, you know, this is the whole thing. Got to get my mask, go inside. And then I say, what's the deal? Like, uh, was our card's not working? And she said, no, we've had people that are hoarding. So now we're having them come in and prepay for gas. And they can only get what they need to get. They can't get more. I saw a car explode. What? On Instagram because someone oh. had packed the back of their, their, with extra gas. Oh, in tanks? Because they had just filled up a bunch of gas tanks. Oh, my gosh. And just hanging out with gas is not a good thing. No. Especially a bunch of it. And something had happened, and the, and the car caught fire, and boom, they got out of it. But it exploded because they were trying to get it. Remember when they were telling people don't fill up plastic bags with gas? Yes. Because yeah. people were showing up, filling <laughs> I just wonder how you get that out of the plastic bag. Like pour it back into in your car? It. <laughs> yeah. Because we used to have to siphon gas. Ooh, that's terrible. Now, some people would siphon gas, and they would steal it. Right, but that you were doing it. We too. would have to move it car to car. Because we didn't have any money, so if... The truck, if Arkansas Keith's old Toyota had a half tank of gas, but the Subaru had no gas, well, you're like, well, we probably both need to have a quarter of a tank then. So you get a water hose, you cut off both ends, you stick, it's about mm, yay big, about five feet, stick it in, go, you suck on it as hard as you can. And right before it gets to your mouth. I mean, but how, sometimes did you accidentally get oh, it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you always get your mouth. Oh. You go, <laughs> and right before it gets to your mouth, you put it in the gas the gas can. And so you're, and it goes, and that, that suction is enough. And sometimes you have to do that more than once. Wow. So you got to put your mouth back on the gas. And then you have it in the tank, and then you can pour it into the car. But we just have to do that. I just got bad memories of you telling that. <laughs> It tastes so bad. Sometimes in our neighborhood, you'd see kids at night sneaking around stealing gas, and that's what they would do. They would go and pop the gas tank or just take the cap off if you had a Jeep, <laughs> suck it, boom, fill it, run. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're rebels. Are you guys having a hard time finding gas? Um, There have been lines. Really? Yeah, I haven't. I, but I have, it hasn't been so bad. that no. I'm. A, but I always keep my gas tank on full, and so for a couple days, I was below half because I was like, I'm not getting in line. Like, I didn't keep it at full because for situations like this. Like, I was full, and there was a problem. I was like, good, I'm good for a few days. I don't have to worry about that. But you're good? Yeah, I'm good. And the place was good. And they we're also were... getting good. You know, they paid the ransom to those people, five million bucks. Oh, oh my wow. gosh. They paid the hackers the ransom so they could get the gas going. Dang, that's just going to lead to more people. Well, that's what everybody's saying. But I don't know. I mean, we get that money back, though, right? Whoever. How did you get money back? They paid how, it in Bitcoin. How do you not track a hacker? Cryptocurrency. See, this is terrible. They're trying to make it a federal rule, not to a federal law to not pay hackers. Yeah. But it's, I guess it's not yet. Wow. So they made five million bucks. So today I'm trying to hack. (laughs) No, you're not. Anything. Anything. I have no idea how to hack anything. 
Do you guys have any no. Uh, Kidding me? I don't even know how to log in sometimes. Yeah, I barely get into my phone. (laughs) This guy's name is John. He lives in North Carolina. It is weird. His brain allows him to speak and sing backwards. That's amazing. Crazy. A few years ago, he found out he has Asperger's syndrome, which is a neurodevelopment disorder. It's on the autism spectrum. Elon Musk was on SNL going, hey, I think I might be the first host with Asperger's. And it was the first time that he had even acknowledged, at least publicly, that he had it. And with that, there's some social awkwardness, they say, comes with it. But with this guy, he can speak and sing backwards. Here he is singing the Family Guy theme song backwards. So it sounds like it's another language. Here it is forward, by the way. It seems today that all you see is violence in movies and texts on TV. But where are those good old-fashioned values on which we used to rely? Lucky there's a family time. Play it backward again? This is him singing it backward. Which is crazy. His brain allows him to do that. He can visualize things backwards. He once, at one point, he realized, wow, everybody else can't do this? And he felt weird about it, he said, but now he's like, hey, this is actually kind of cool. In a a smaller way, like, Caitlin, my fiance, can spell words backwards. Yeah, fast. You can just go, peanut. You can go, P-N-A-T. Messy, you misspelled that. But yeah, Yeah. I I didn't try. (laughs) She can go, here's a clip of her doing this. The word is Starbucks. S-T-A-R-B-U-C-K-S, S-K-C-U-B-R-A-T-S. Wow. The next word is baseball. B-A-S-E-B-A-L-L-L-L-A-B-E-S-A-B. That's crazy! Okay, let's do one more. Okay. Cabinet. I don't know how to spell that C-A-B-I-N-E-T-T-E-N-I-B-A-C. What is happening here? So she can see the word. I asked her, I was like, so what is it like? She goes, well, it's like I'm looking at a sign or I see it written and I can just read it forward and I see it and just go read the letters backward. Wow. Impressive. Like, it's, like it's, dis- Gambit. it's displayed in her brain like that, which is crazy. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, like, I see just Starbucks coffee. Like, I just see a coffee cup. <laughs> like, you, know, you say Starbucks, and I'm like, yum. You know, when you say Starbucks, I see the logo. <laughs> I mean, that's... Yeah. I Give me a word, frontward and backward. Not a crazy one. But let me see if I can visualize it. Go. Catfish. Catfish. C-A-T-F-I-S-H. H-S-I-F-T-A-C. Good. Good, but not as fast as Caitlin. But I haven't ever exercised that part of my life. Was that right? <laughs> I think so. Sounded yeah. right. Sounded right. I could kind of, I could, hey, I could kind of see it peeking. Give me Maybe another. Hold on. Thing. Go. Give me another word. Sharpshooter. Sharpshooter. S H A R P S H O O T E R. R E. It's too long. It's too long. I lost it. You know what's going to be crazy what? is if one of your kids has that skill, and you're going to be like, "This is just amazing that it got passed on to one of your kids." Yeah, because she didn't develop that skill. She just realized she had it. The fact, and also it's like other crazy stuff like brain. When people someone wakes up and they have an Irish accent, which yes. the other day. yeah, I don't believe that. Though. That I don't believe either. <laughs> this Why I believe. Why not? Or if you like learn a new language after a surgery, you have to learn something to have. You I know? know. Yeah, I know. The Here's Amy's pile of stories. Okay, so the other night on Running Wild, what did you and Caitlin start the fire with? 
a battery and a Brillo pad, and you you you, twit, you twist it up like a mustache, as Bear <laughs> you <did> says. Say that. <laughs> and you put both ends of the Brillo pad into a battery, and a flame comes. Yeah. So if you need a fire, I have another thing that could work: a cigarette and hand sanitizer. And one guy learned this the hard way because he was in his car. He had a bottle of hand sanitizer in there. He decided to light a cigarette, and I guess some of the embers from the cigarette flew down. Hit the bottle of hand sanitizer, which I guess was open, and it caught fire in his car. Luckily, he was able to escape, but this is a very dangerous situation. Was that some bootleg sanitizer or something? Listen, I don't know, but it's alcohol. Like they say. I know, but I just wouldn't think that it would catch fire that easy with a cigarette. Well, it did. Paramedics had to transport the guy to a hospital. He is expected to recover, but. He does have burns, and it was like a serious thing, so just be careful. I'm surprised. That's why you shouldn't smoke either. Right. Good one. I've never tried to even try smoking. That's so gross to me. I have, and it's Blech. gross. Blech. Blech. Wait, when you were a teenager? Yes, of course. I, I was trying to be cool. <laughs> right, Trust else? me, so gross. Twitter is working on a subscription service called Twitter Blue. Well, actually, this is an app leak. There's no word of this from the official Twitter camp if this can be confirmed or denied, but you would pay $2.99 a month for the ability to unsend a tweet. Like, if you put something out on Twitter, you've got five seconds to retract it, and you can pull it back. I think you need five minutes if you're going to pay that. But I don't know that that's true. The big thing about Twitter has been you can't edit your tweets. With Instagram, you go back, you mess up, you can, you can fix it. I wouldn't pay two ninety nine a month for five seconds. Well, it also, Twitter Blue would maybe offer a collections tab, letting you organize tweets that you like in like a folder, sort of like an email folder, and you just slide them over and they would be in there. Not it. And I love Twitter. I'm on that more than anything. So I that's just like your to read news. number one app? Yeah. Really? To, to be on, to yeah. look at, to post its Instagram and Instagram story. But to, like, get information, it's mm-hmm. Twitter. And I like yeah, watching I TikTok to laugh. I don't post much on TikTok recently. Haven't posted much recently. But Twitter's my number one. How about, do you have another lottery thing coming up? Mm, yeah, next week. It just takes forever to shoot that, and it's expensive. Okay. <laughs> I'm doing a science experiment to see if you can win big money with the most expensive gas station lottery tickets, because everyone says that's the way to do it, and you have to buy them in certain order. Except it's, I'm, I'm going broke, so I have, to, I have to really... We're spacing them out more. The, yeah, save, save some money. Well, shout out to Darius Rucker. I read a cool story about him today where, you know, he could have had the star treatment when he uh, crossed over to country because he was huge with Hootie and the Blowfish. But when he came over to this genre, he went to his people and was talking with them. And he said, hey, what do you do if you're the low guy on the totem pole here? What's the new guy have to do? So he went around and did radio tour and all the things that someone new to music would have to do. And he wanted to earn his way on the airwaves like everybody else. Let me explain what radio tour is. It's where a new artist basically drives to every radio station and goes, hey, I'm a new artist. Can I play in your conference room? Can I shake your hand? And it is a grind, and it takes five, six months. And it's what everybody doesn't like to do, but they do it because they're supposed to do it. It's kind of a dumb thing. It's old school. It's old school. We should stop doing that. But it is still what people do. Yeah. I I saw Taylor Swift on her radio tour and, like, had no clue who she was. I just saw her meeting with the program director at the front of the building. She was meeting Case 101 in Austin, Texas, and I was walking out, and there was some blonde girl at the piano playing a song. On her little radio tour, and I was now. I and Amy know. said she's going to be a star. <laughs> yeah. She knew yeah. immediately. Well, Everyone said that. Start playing her music. <laughs> she's going to have some hits. All right, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news with Amy. Tell me something good. Okay, so I got a shout out to a teacher in Pennsylvania. Her name is. 
Barb Heim, and she needs a raise. Because okay, I don't know why yet, but I agree. One of her students uh, is battling leukemia, and this is all during the pandemic. The school was like doing remote learning, but then they went back to in-person learning. But because of his leukemia, he couldn't take that risk and do that. So he was still learning at home. So Barb went above and beyond, and she showed up at his house every day to make sure that he didn't fall behind with the lessons. And her family or his family even set up a plexiglass at the kitchen table. So she would work with him through the plexiglass just to be extra safe. And I will say he's in remission, Harrison Connor, but he has a year and a half left of treatments. So that's why they still need to be super careful. So they go back to class. He can't go back to class. So she went to him. Right. Dang. Every day. Yeah, give her a raise, Amy said. She'll even pay for it, right? Yes, I'll pay for it. You will? <laughs> mm-hmm. You're kidding. Yeah. Barbara or Barbheim, hit me up. Why would you keep saying that? Stop running I mean, with the She's going to do it. <laughs> I'll give her something. Okay. Yeah. I agree. Thank you. I'll give her something, too. All right. All right. Hit us up, Barbheim. <laughs> all right. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. <laughs> Apparently, being in the same room of an animal that's your pet improves your outlook and your energy. It doesn't matter if they're sleeping or awake. Sometimes my dog's asleep, I'll go sit down beside him on the floor <laughs> if I'm, like, really frantic. Sometimes Caitlin tells me, your energy is frantic right now because I'll have 93 things to do. And I'm like, okay, I got to do this, got to do this. She's like, yep, frantic energy. Either sit with me or pet the dog. And that's what I do. Oh, wow. Sometimes I get confused and I pet her. Oh. <laughs> she did say either pet me, though. Yes. So it is, uh, it is something that our moves are, if she's not there, I'll sit on the floor and Stanley the Bulldog will come over and he'll sit in between my legs. Like I'll sit down and put, put my legs out. And he'll come, make a circle, sit in between them and I just pet him for a minute. And then I feel I do feel a little bit better. Yeah. But people say if you sit with your pets, what it does, it releases a hormone in your brain that actually calms you down just for a second. It removes your frantic energy. I believe that. Not with Eller though, because she's nuts still. <laughs> She actually makes me more frantic. Uh, over to Amy with the morning corny. The morning corny. 6.30 is the best time on the clock. Okay. Hands down. That was the morning corny. Let's go over to Holly, who is listening in Oklahoma. Hi, Holly. How are you? I'm good. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. I have a funny story for you and Bobby, uh, for Bobby and Eddie and the Raging Idiots fans. Um, your new song this weekend made a big impact on my kiddos. Which song was that? Oh, you know, I saw my grandmother naked. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And, what happened? So, <laughs> my eight-year-old is walking around singing it to all of his friends. I saw my grandmother naked, which they're not, you know, quite been exposed to the song yet. So they look over at my mother, who's his grandmother, and in all seriousness, one of them says, that must have been really uncomfortable for you. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> feeling you're going to be getting a lot of uh, calls from parents saying, my kids are singing, I saw my grandmother naked in public. Mm-hmm. We didn't think about that. <laughs> we didn't think what people were going to think when they heard it. <laughs> yeah, we definitely did it. Well, I, pre- I appreciate that call. Where do you live in Oklahoma? I, I live in Cashin, just north of the city, so... Well, kind of in the center. Tell Grandma we said sorry. <laughs> we and the will. Kids. And listen, we're trying to make it a number one hit so everybody knows now. Okay. Thank you. We appreciate that. <laughs> Lunchbox sent me the story last night and he said, Is this girl undateable? Because if you Google her, you have to break up with her. 
Lunchbox, tell the story. So she broke up with her boyfriend back in 2019, and I guess she still likes him, wants to get back with him. So she set up a whole fake wedding, hired actors, like to sit, and she did pictures and everything and put him up hoping he would come running back. That is crazy. She's 24 years old. She had an entire fake wedding to make him jealous. Mm. Yeah, that's a little nuts. I would. That's a lot nuts. <laughs> I, I would think you wouldn't go all the way to wedding, though. Like, if you want to drive somebody crazy and see if they want to come back by the means of jealousy, you just, like, record yourself holding hands with someone, showing in a happy relationship. And that's even crazy to fake that. <laughs> what if she was committed? But the wedding... <laughs> That that's that's bizarre. Well, even she probably felt like she needed him to know he was about to lose her forever. And how do we find out about this? She put it all out on TikTok. Oh, she revealed herself. She revealed that she's herself. Crazy. Oh, that, hey, yikes. look, I did this to get him. But if you see that she's married, how would you go running back and be like, oh, well, it's over because she's married now? In a desperate attempt to make her ex boyfriend uh-huh. jealous, a woman faked an elaborate wedding to get revenge on an old flame. <laughs> a TikTok video of her envy-inducing antics has gone viral. More than 2 million views, thousands of comments. If you Googled this and you were about to date this person, you saw, would that make you go, nope, I can't date her. She's nuts. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> or if it was a guy. Morgan, you're in the dating world. <laughs> if, the, if some dude had done this and you Googled and found it, what would you think? It would be hard for me to like look past that. I mean, just honestly... If I Google somebody's name and anything pops up that's not good, it's probably not a good thing. I always Google somebody's name, and as long as it's pretty clear on Google, then I'm pretty clear to date them. Have you ever Googled someone's name and something came up that you were uncomfortable with? Oh, yeah. Really? Yes. Like what? (laughs) Well, people just have, like, pasts that they won't talk about on a first date, and if you're not, like, smart about hiding your past, then it'll pop up on Google. What are we talking about here? I mean, criminal I've, records. Yeah, I've I've like wow. met on a dating app and saw someone. And I was like, hmm, you know, I'm just gonna Google their name, make sure everything's clear, because I get a little weird feeling. And pop up, they've they've had some uh, arrest records. Not quite sure what it is, but they're in the the book somewhere for an arrest. So I just kind of move on, fall away. <laughs> yeah. If someone Googles you, are they going to find anything that's uncomfortable? No. I mean, I learned that, like, my old resume is on there so they can get some of my personal information. So I, I took that down. But besides that, no, I have some funny photos that should probably take off Facebook, but nothing bad. Apparently, this girl's ex-boyfriend found out through Instagram, texted her the next day, and freaked out because he thought she was cheating on him while they were together. Because a wedding seems like a lot quickly. Wow. So is she undateable? Yes. Hey, Oh, <laughs> yeah. undateable period. Lunchbox? Undateable. Absolutely psycho. Eddie? Of course, man. Well, there's no question about it. Morgan? Yeah, definitely. Dang, I was the only one that thought, yeah, maybe not. I'd give her a... She's young. But? Yeah, she's undateable. Yeah, yeah she's undateable. <laughs> For now, anyway. Yeah, that is nutty. It's funny she put herself out there like that to, to say, I'm crazy. Yeah. You know that someone didn't put her out there. All right, it's time for Riddle Me This. I'll give you adults some kids riddles. Amy's the returning riddle master for the month of April. Let's see if she can defend her title. If you're running a race and you pass the person in second place, what place would you be in now? If you were running a race and you passed the person in second place, what place would you be in now? 15 seconds starts now. You'd you'd now be in second place because you didn't pass the person in first. So you'd be in second if you're running a race and you pass the person in second place, what place would you be in now? Second place. The answer is 
second place. That's so good, Amy. So good. I was like, come on, it's first. This is easy. <laughs> Got it. Lunchbox. Yep. I look at you, you look at me. I raise my right, you let you raise your left. What am I? Your reflection. I look at you, you look at me. I raise my right, you raise your left. What am I? Riddle me this. You raise your right. Yeah, it has to be your reflection because your the mirror is opposite, so it has to be reflection. The answer is a mirror or reflection. Nice. That's correct. Oh, Woo! wow. Okay. I didn't realize that. Eddie. Come on. <laughs> Riddle me this. David's parents have three sons. Mm -hmm. Snap, Crackle, and Blank. What's the name of that third son? What? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what on earth? <laughs> David's parents. David's parents have three sons. Snap, Crackle, and Blank. What's the name of the third son? Riddle me this now. I feel like you're walking me right into Snap, Crackle, and Pop. But I, I don't know what else it could be. David's parents have three sons, Snap, Crackle, and Blank. What's the name of the third? Amy has it. You have five seconds, Eddie? Oh, my gosh. Guys, I've got nothing but... David's parents have three sons, Snap, Crackle, and Blank. What's the name of the third son? Pop. Pop. He says Pop. Eddie, David's parents have three sons, mm -hmm. Snap, Crackle, and... <laughs> Pop. No. Hey, listen yeah, to David's the question. Parents. David's parents have three sons. Oh, dang it. It's David. It's David. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he said it like 52 times. I'm an like, yeah, pop. Pop, I feel good about pop. Come on, man. Rice Krispies. Yeah, pop. Let me down. Dang it. Eddie. Yep. You've been eliminated. Yes. That was easy. Thank you. You just have to listen. Oh. oh. David's parents. <laughs> okay. Amy, Lunchbox, you guys are still in the running. For Riddle Master for May. Amy, the more you have it, the less you see. What is it? The more you have it, the less you can see. What is it? Go. Darkness? The more you have it. The more it, you have it, the less you see. Sleep, eyelids, darkness. Answer? Like Darkness. The answer is darkness. Oh! Nice. <laughs> cool. Lunchbox. Yep. How much dirt is in a hole five feet wide and four feet deep? How much dirt is in a hole five feet wide and four feet deep? Riddle me this. Action. Time is going. I can just tell you if you want that. Go ahead. None, because it's a hole. Booyah. Genius. I had that. Woo! Genius. Eddie, Eddie what'd you do? I, I, I started calculating five times four, and then I'm like, no, that's not right. That's good. Oh. Amy, <gasps> a kid riddle for you. I have a straight back, and I have sharp teeth for cutting. What am I? I have a straight back, and I have sharp teeth for cutting. What am I? A straight back? Well, I have a straight it's back. It's either like a, I was picturing like a bread knife or a saw. But I don't think you talk about a bread knife having teeth. But I think a saw has teeth. I have a straight back and a sharp and sharp teeth for cutting. What am I? A saw? A saw is correct. <laughs> a 
bread knife. Interesting. I wouldn't even know what that is. It's like a miniature saw for bread. <laughs> Lunchbox, over to you. Yeah. What has a ring but no finger? What has a ring but no finger? Riddle me this. Time starts now. Ring but no finger. Oh, got it. Doorbell. Ding, it rings. Oh. Doorbell. We'll take doorbell or phone. Wow. Oh, I was going to say Saturn. You know what? That would have worked too. (laughs) Oh, yeah? Because doorbell's not on the list. It only says phone, and we gave that to him. Okay. Amy. What has a bed but never sleeps? Can run but never walks? And has a bank but no money? I'll read it to you again. What has a bed but never sleeps? Can run, but never walks, and has a bank, but no. I'm m- in. Okay. A river. Correct. Amazing. Oh. Wow. Okay. Lunchbox, what can you never get rid of when you actually lose it? What can you never get rid of when you actually lose it? Riddle me this. Say it one more time. What can you never get rid of when you actually lose it? Man, I don't know if this is right, but you don't get rid of your mind even though you lose it. You lose your mind, but is lose your mind just a saying? That Uh, is, um, oh, go ahead. Is your answer? Yeah, that's my answer is lose your mind. It's incorrect. It's your temper. If you lose your temper, losing your temper actually means getting a temper, having a temper. Oh. Yeah, so Amy, you defended your crown as the riddle master for May. What does that mean, lose your temper? Because you have it. You're you're actually using it when you lose it. I never thought about that. Yeah, you lost your temper. That's what people say. I think we... Okay, your temperament could be good or bad, but if you lose your your temper, that's... Oh, that's the bad. You lose your temperament... Do you lose your calm temperament? Is that yes. what that means? Maybe. It means you have a temper all the time. What's your temper? Your when you lose it, you're like, you're, you're, all right. you've gone off the deep the rails. You want to celebrate? I don't do it. I I feel uncomfortable when I do it. But, but if you win, you get to do it on me this your I, own way. I know. Oh, my own way? Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. Hit me. Hit it. Riddle me this. Oh. I just like to yell. All right. Yeah, you can do it. I mean, that's great. Well, it's good. good for you. <laughs> it's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Wanda Smith always had a dream. She wanted to be a school teacher. But after high school, she had to get a job because her mom was sick, had to provide for the family. So she started becoming a custodian. And then she went to night classes for nine years. Got her teaching degree from Sam Houston State University. Eddie, shout out. Thank you. And now she's been a teacher for 11 years, and the mayor wanted to honor her, and they invented a scholarship called the Wanda Smith Be the Best You Can Be Scholarship. And they made a day of it, gave her the day for the whole year. Like, that's the day. Every year is the Wanda Smith Day, and they put a bench at the elementary school. As Kevin Garnett said, anything is possible! (laughs) He did say that. That's awesome. That's a good story. Good for her. And she gets her own bench. Yeah. I know. That's and legit. she's alive and gets her own bench. Most yeah. times you got to be dead. That's true. Most times they give you a memorial bench. <laughs> That's a great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's happening, friends? Thank you guys for being with us. We know you don't have to be. You chose us. We're grateful. 
Let's go over and do the news. Bobby's Big Stories. Kurt Cobain is the lead singer of? Nirvana. That's correct. And his hair is going to a new home. Six strands of his hair sold for over $1,400 at an auction. That's all? $1,400? That's not bad. That'd be like $14,000. Six strands of hair, though? That's a lot. But it's it's like his DNA. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Not that you want to reproduce or replicate that. Because the guy struggled. And I don't think he, had he not died, he wouldn't be as famous as he is. You know, death does that to folks. James Dean, Kurt Cobain. But yeah, it, it was 14, yeah, this article's wrong. I thought it was 14,000. It's $14,000. Oh, okay. Wow. I was going to say, I would have bought that for 1,400. You would have? I would have thought about it. Oh. Wow. 1,400? Right? Me too. I turned about my Pokemon cards for 700. Exactly. Okay. And Mike said no. Last night we were at my house doing my Twitch show. And I was like, Mike. You can get crap these Pokemon cards. Let me buy half. <laughs> I'll give you this, and we'll take them in. And he was like, no, man. And Caitlin's like telling Mike, hey, don't do it, Mike. Negotiate it up. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Negotiate it up. It's our money. Uh, Kurt Cobain's hair, $14,000. It comes from the Bleach Tour in 1989. His friend Tessa cut his hair and then gave that hair to somebody in Seattle. And then... It goes to the guy who has the world's largest collection of hair. Whoa. Wow, okay. so it's legit. That's a weird guy. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's where it belongs. I mean, How do you start that collection? <laughs> that's a weird That's a weird deal. Uh, 14000 bucks for a few strands of hair. The best and worst affordable travel destinations in the United States. I'll tell you why I like this story, because finally, towns that I like are getting respect. It's not all Hollywood, New York, and Miami, you know? Who needs them? That's what I say. <laughs> Who needs Hollywood, New York, and Miami? Okay, so what's on the list? Where I'm glad, do we need I'm to go? glad you asked. So here we go. These are the 10 most affordable and most fun, like in the same spot. Orlando's at number one. So get Scuba Steve's hometown. Honolulu is second. However, that is that's expensive. I've been it's high, that's expensive. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Yeah, to I've been there. for American Idol for like three years. It's, first of all, to get there, it's forever. Yeah, it's long. Next up, New Orleans, Austin. Atlanta, Salt Lake City, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, Little Rock, Arkansas. Hey. I'm talking about. Finally, it's a list of we're on that's not like the dumbest people. <laughs> All us people in these towns, we, we're very proud to be on this list. So, yeah, two Oklahoma cities made the top ten. The worst cities, and it goes through a bunch of places, and I don't even want to recognize them. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. We don't want to yeah. hurt no anybody's feelings. Who needs them? Yeah. And finally, Garth Brooks to narrate and executive produce National Parks, a docuseries for Nat Geo. So, this is a mountain. (laughs) I was going to say, it's just his voice talking over, talking about the... I think he's doing all of the, yeah, all of the uh, VO for the entire series, which is pretty cool. The country music star will also executive produce the series, which is set to air in 2022. It's being shot using cutting-edge technology, including long-lens cinematography, remote camera traps, and a bunch of stuff I don't understand. That's pretty cool. This is a cloud. I'm sure it's way, way better than that. But that's cool to get Garth Brooks to do that. Okay, that's the news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. You guys can leave us a voicemail anytime, day or night. 877-77-BOBBY. That's the number. Here is Scott, the truck driver from Ohio. Morning, studio. Scott been listening to Koozie's podcast. Bobby said that he can't see green. So I would like to know what color is the grass, the trees, and bushes that he sees every day. Good question. What I mean is I can't see the differences in greens. So I guess I can see whatever my eyes tell me is green. 
but we play this game, the color game, where you put hues and hues, hues and cues, hues and cues. That's it. And all the greens are the same, basically, to me. So what I mean is, if there's a dark green truck, it could also look black to me. But if there's a green, slightly less green, it looks the same as the other. It's just the same. Dark colors are all very similar. Sometimes you can't tell dark blue from dark green from black, but that's just being colorblind to that area. They used to, and when I was a kid, I'd go and they'd open these books up and there'd be a, like a number inside of a circle with all the little dots. What number do you see? Ah, uh, stop kidding, doctor. There's no number there. Oh, uh, yeah, there is. Shut up. There is. <laughs> that was it. I'd go to the doctor until I realized that I was just legitimately colorblind because I was already blind in one eye and getting beat up because I was wearing a patch. Vision is not my friend. Uh, but that's the deal, Scott. I just struggle with dark colors, and green is one of them. Here is Jeremy from Kansas. Good morning, studio. Bobby, hey, uh, wanted to see if you'd comment a little about, a bit about your handshake, if you guys did that on the plane or had that stored up for a while. And then uh, when Bear gave you the compass, where did you guys put that in the house? If you watched Running Wild with Bear Girls with Caitlin and I, we do have a handshake that we do all the time when we compete. We didn't practice that on the plane. We've been doing that since we started actually uh, competing with each other. The first half of that is rooted into my second grade handshake I had with a few friends that we never showed anybody. <laughs> and I've used slight variations through the years, but Caitlin and I, the second half of that handshake is what we have created. And so, no, we've had it the whole time. We do our handshake, bam, 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 bam. Yeah, because y'all are fast at it. So if I'm ever taken like a, over by a cyborg and there's two of me, and she's like, all right, which one's really Bobby? And one of them's like, Ooh. no, Whichever one can do the handshake is the one she should go with, and then she should shoot the other one. Yeah. You ever see those movies? Yes, yes, good totally. plan. That's why we do that. Always but now the cyber can watch it on the news or watch it on Bear <laughs> Girls it and learn it. No! Uh, here is Tabitha. Oh, wait, he asked wait. where your compass is. Oh, it's not, right now it's literally in the kitchen because we were showing it off at the party. We were like, hey, look, we couldn't show this yet. And so we were showing it to a bunch of friends. Eddie, you saw it, huh? No, I guess you pulled you it out when early? I left, yeah. Classic Eddie Lee's already <laughs> four kids. Uh, right now it's just in the kitchen. I saw it when I left today. Uh, Tabitha, go ahead. Me and my kids listen to your show every morning on the way to school, and we watched your episode with Bear Grylls just now. And what we want to know is exactly what that snail tasted like, if you could describe it for us. Also, we've got your Breaking Bobby Bone show set to record and can't wait to watch it. You rock, Bobby! Hey, thanks. Got a family cheer there. It tastes like if an eraser was extremely wet and mushy. And just been sitting in, in, with some slime and you eat it. That's what a. Then why do people like escargot? I think people. they make it with butter and oil, I'm sure. Okay, yeah. Because what we ate were just snails from the ground. That's true. You had no seasoning. Or <laughs> Nothing. That we just put in a cup. Mm-hmm. So it was awful. Uh, and then finally, here is Abby in Ohio. Hey, Bobby, and good morning, studio. Just wanted to uh, give some good news that after a year and a half of having two little boys in our home for our foster care, like Eddie, tomorrow is our adoption day. So wish us luck. That's amazing. Yay. That's great. Can't wait for that day for you, man. I know, man. I cannot wait. We're Abby, waiting. congratulations. That is fantastic. And you just, you know, you've helped kids have a, have a life, like actual, actual get a shot at life. So uh, kudos to you. Okay, that's it. Hey, I'll say this. We are, they don't have like the full ratings yet for Bear Girls, but they told us we're in the running again to be the number one show the whole season. Oh, that's amazing. But we need, you can go over and watch the show at nationalgeographic.com or on demand, and that actually helps. Oh. So that's our last chance to do it. We can try to try to win that, be the champions. Because if you win, you actually get nothing except <laughs> you don't feel like a loser. 
That's it. Oh, bragging rights. Yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt, 42 years old, is pregnant and expecting her third child. Hey, good for her, man. You got a crush on her? Massive. Oh, of course. Most guys. <laughs> I mean, it was Jennifer Love Hewitt and Alyssa Milano as a kid. And it, was, it just depended what series was on. Was it Who's the Boss? Was it? And they were both going back and forth in my mind, in my heart, in my dreams. But she's having her uh, third kid at 42 years old, wow. which is pretty cool. Do younger people know who she is? Morgan, do you know who Jennifer Love Hewitt is? Yeah, but only because of a recent show. Not like super familiar with her. Like old work. I, I know what you did say. last summer, the movie back Ooh, in the day. Good no. one. No? Can't hardly wait. Mm-mm. Mm. Okay. I, to me, she was. Ooh, but Alyssa Milano's. I, uh, <laughs> uh, Amy, who was yours? Oh, Zach Morris. So uh, Mark Paul Goslin. Gosler. Gosler. Mark mm-hmm. Paul, Paul Gosler. For sure. I mean, every Saturday morning, Saved by the Bell. When he came and did the show when we were in Austin, did you meet him? I don't think I did. Maybe. No, maybe I did. He had, a long dark, time he had ago. dark hair. They had a show. Yes. blonde? Yeah, he, he was, was like an a detective. Yeah, an, oh. yeah. <laughs> an attorney detective. No, the blonde was just died for really? Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he was, he's nice. Still, still a good looking guy, mm-hmm. even older. You're right. We did get to meet him. Eddie? Uh, mine was easy. Kathy Ireland. Oh, yeah. SI swimsuit model. Older swimsuit model. Did a couple acting jobs. Like, what was the necessary roughness? She was a kicker. She was the kicker on that. Loved her. Morgan, did you have like a dude when you were? Well, it was the boy band time, so in sync and Backstreet Boys. So which one? Justin Timberlake. Oh, for sure, me too. Okay, relax, you two. <laughs> <laughs> of all of them, was in sync yeah. though your favorite over Backstreet? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I had all the posters and like the frosted tips was very in. I, I very vividly remember the posters I had of Jeff, Justin Timberlake. I was always a fan of the second place person in the boy bands because I felt bad for them. And who would that JC be? JC Shazay and oh, NSYNC. I was like, I'm a JC guy. He just doesn't get the credit he deserves. Over in the Backstreet Boys, Brian Latrell because Nick was getting all the love. Mm. And so I was always that second place. I'd just find the second place person and then that was my person because I knew what it was like. Yeah. Always somebody overshadowing me. They needed you. So you were there for them. Who needed me? The second place person? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. somebody. Lunchbox, who was yours? Oh, Cindy Crawford. Goodness. Woo, boy. Let me tell you, she had that little, like, mole right there on above her. Oh, yeah, that was great. What? <laughs> we saw her, remember? We met her. Uh, well, we didn't really. We, we I didn't talk to her. Did you? Hi. That was it. Hi, hi I was like, Cindy. Cindy. <laughs> I didn't even say her name. Oh. I just kind of yelled hi at her. It was about four or five years ago. We were playing stagecoach, and she was backstage. She's still beautiful, guys. Like, just beautiful. I mean, obviously, she's, what, 50 years old now? But beautiful. Probably Probably older. Eddie, Eddie, do you know how old you are? older than that? Yes, because both you and Lunchbox, both Eddie and Lunchbox, we picked people that were kind of in our age group as kids that maybe, they both went older models. Uh, Cindy Crawford is 55. 55. Say 50s. Mm. Come on. You said 50. You said 50. Okay, minus five years old. Yeah. Yeah. Plus five, but. Yeah, no, I'm looking at, sorry, I was looking at Cindy Crawford. Yeah. You get lost, dude. I'm telling you, you start looking at her. Did you see the mole bones? On yesterday's show, Mike D., who is our head writer, said, hey, I got a bunch of Pokemon cards. I'm going to take them and get them valued because I think they're worth something. Then he told me how many he had, and I was like, I'll make you an offer. Without seeing them blind, I'm going to buy half of whatever. 700 bucks. He's like, nope. And I'm like, what, how do you turn that down? He said, nope. And then he hands me this story. This 32-year-old woman named Jane used to play Pokemon as a kid, had forgotten about them. Then her boyfriend said, hey, those may be worth some money. So she looked them up on eBay. 
She had one card, the Charizard, worth Charizard. what? Charizard. Char. Charizard. Okay, come on, yeah. don't say Charizard. Right. <laughs> it was worth seventeen thousand dollars by itself. By itself. She sent it off to the professional grading company and is waiting to have it confirmed. But right now, she's going to make a lot of money. There's another one that said they sold their collection for $21,000. Wow, 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 wow. Mike, how are you feeling? Do you feel like you're going to make some money off these things? I do. I don't think I have one card worth that much, but I think the amount I have, it could add up to a good number is what I'm banking on. $800. do not do it, Mike. No. For half. I won't do it. Okay. I don't even really have... I don't even want to give that money away to him. <laughs> but for a bet, I keep raising the number. You, there, what, what would be the number for half? There's not a number. It's, There's not a number? No. This collection is personal to Mike, me. That's where you say I'm But you're going to sell it? You're going to sell the collection if it's personal? Yeah. If it's worth what I think it is. And if it's not, I'll just keep it. What do you need it to be worth? I would say over two grand, I would sell it. So there is a number. There is. Yeah, a but number. I would have yes. that money. <laughs> Okay, and have we found anyone to grade the, these cards, Scuba Steve? Yeah, they, they were closed Monday and Tuesday, so I'm calling them today after the show. <laughs> Who closes Monday and Tuesday? Card people. Cars <laughs> are. Actually, makes sense. Yeah, weekends is when it's really big there. Okay, um, good luck, Mike. Thank you. Do we hope Mike makes a lot of money, or or does it now that I've offered him money? Oh. I want him to make the doesn't. money. Doesn't. Okay. I still hope you make money, Mike. Okay. All right. We'd always heard the flaming hot Cheetos was created by a, a custodian. <sighs> Right? I yeah. know. It's such a good story. That was the rags to riches story. Yes. That guy was like, oh, I like Cheetos. I'm going to pour some flaming on them. The American dream. Eddie's telling me that's not true now. There have been some people that have done investigating. They've talked to people that were CEOs at the time, and all of them say, I don't know where that came from. I don't even know. The, the time frame doesn't match where this custodian worked there and when the Cheetos were invented. So they're saying... This is not true, guys. As far as what when I was working there, I didn't see any like, of this happen. Here's the origin story. Richard Montañez, the child of immigrants, worked as a janitor at a snack company. He developed a new snack recipe on his own time, hustled to get the recipe in front of company leaders, sold the recipe, and snagged the sweet office. And there he is. Boom. Flamin' Hot Cheetos. It's the story behind Flamin' Hot, the new biopic directed by Eva Longoria, and also likely untrue. What if she's just finding out about this? Yeah. And does this guy tell this story? Is he lying on purpose? Does he think he created the Cheeto? Yeah. Maybe he does think he did. Maybe he's lying. Uh. What do you think? So what I read about it is he was only a janitor for a short amount of time. He was on the project board. Like, he had a real position. So he wasn't even a janitor, but he may have been had some getting it out to stores, like distribution part of it, but he didn't invent the Cheetos. It was a whole group of people, and he's standing up saying, hey, I'm the one that did it. And all these people are like, no, we did that before he was even part of the team. Like, It was on shelves before he even said he invented it. Frito-Lays has warned the producers that the urban legend is not quite true. Oh! oh. I feel like I've just been this living a lie. This guy should have just lived his story and mm -hmm. not tried to amplify it. Right. But he wanted to make money. He That's wanted where you get in trouble, though, when you try to amplify a lie. Try to do a whole documentary about like, yourself. So do they still make the movie? <laughs> oh, it's already been made. Oh, my god. Eva Longoria, this is her just fine. <laughs> she's just finding out, too, I think, that it's fake, but she has made no comment, according to what I've seen. Oh! Maya in Missouri is on the phone. Hello, Maya. What's going on? Oh, my gosh. I am more than excited to be able to actually say hi. Um, good morning, studio. Morning. Um, Bobby, I wanted to say thank you for... Um, I love watching you on American Idol and you mentor all those people. 
So I just wanted to say thank you so much for getting some of them out of their comfort zones and riding in the go-karts and stuff like that with them. Um, and then also I wanted to know, are you and Caitlin going to record your guys' wedding for your fans to see, or is that going to be more of like a private thing? I'm sure there will be cameras there. We're not putting it up as like a live stream or anything. Listen, honestly, I would. She would not. <laughs> but that ain't her thing. <laughs> right. Um, you know, and she, a lot of the details she's kind of. I dare you to ask her. No, 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 no. <laughs> a lot of the details she's also not wanted to share yet because she's like, hey, this is kind of our thing. Like m- much of much of our life is lived publicly. Let's have something for just us. And I'm like, hey, I respect that. Right. I've had to adjust. She's had to adjust more than me. And so I, I would imagine there will be pictures and video galore. I don't know, but I'm sure, right? Well, after the fact. Yeah, but not nothing live. like live streams. Not live. We're not having phones in the, you know, people aren't going to have phones in the ceremony. What's your plan for that? Reception, people will get phones when they walk through. They, they have, it's like a phone they check. They have to put it up, yeah. That's just so we don't leak pictures and stuff? Because at some point a picture comes out and then everybody can have their phones back. Yeah. It's not about people taking pictures during it, really, because we, we wouldn't care, but um, People is going to do a deal, and they're like... Oh, People Magazine. Got it. Oh, yeah, People Magazine. Yeah. Not just people. Not just people. <laughs> and so if anyone posts anything, the deal's dead. Ah, got it. So no phones during the ceremony, but during the reception, phone it up, you know? Speaking of the wedding, and thank you for that question, Maya. I hope that answer is suitable to your liking. Yes, it was. Okay, thank you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. You too, thank you. Um, and we'll get to what this reminds me of, but last night, Gary Lavox, the lead singer of Rascal Flats, was over at the house. We were doing my streaming show called On Time with Bobby Bones. He has a solo Christian album coming out on Friday called One on One. And so let's play the clips about the wedding. So Caitlin, in a funny way, asked Gary if he would, because Gary's, Gary's a friend of ours, if he would sing a song at the reception, which we'd asked him anyway, but here is her asking him in a weird way. Let's say we happen to teach the band one of your songs at our wedding, and they happen to play it at the reception, but the singer happened to be in the bathroom. Right. Who would step up? Shay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! That's not... That was not the answer. Oh. He said Shay Mooney. No. I couldn't hear him. Because he'd already walked off. We'd already said goodbye, and he walked off, and Lainey Wilson was about to come in. And so he's, like, at the corner of the room, and he's like, yeah, Shay Mooney would sing the song. Um, but... It, and then... She, he was like, well, what do you what do you want us to sing? And they both started singing Fast Cars and Freedom together. I don't know if that's what, but here's a clip of that. Wait, baby, don't move. Right there it is. T-shirt hanging on the wall. <laughs> right. That show is so much fun. People just come over to the house and we, we'll do another one next month. We did a segment where we tried to do Gary LaVox sings a phone book, but we couldn't find a phone book. Oh, that's oh, tough. Yeah. We went to the post office and they were like, why do you want a phone book? It, they're like, she's like, you're literally holding a phone, a cell phone where you can Google whatever you need. Oh, is that why Mike D was, <laughs> he was desperately us, he was hitting us on. all up for a phone book? So we, we did a segment called Can Gary LaVox Sing the Phone Book? But there was no phone book. So I have a book called Stock Investing for Dummies. And I was like, well, this is boring. Just sing this here. Once you choose a promising sector, <laughs> just select large cap companies that are financially strong. Nice. Earning a profit. This entire book shows you how to do just that. Yeah. 
However, you may not like the idea of buying stocks directly. No, no, Spin no. Spin that in the countdown. Don't buy stocks directly. Oh, <laughs> no, I actually no, no. learned something, too. Uh, and here's like, and we may have him on the show, so I may save some of this stuff. He may come on, uh, we'll call him up and let him promote his, his uh, Christian album. But he's putting out a full country album in the fall. And I asked him, I'm like, hey, are you touring? He's like, yeah. And I was like, do you get to play Rascal Flat songs? He's like, yeah, duh. <laughs> He goes, it's just me. He goes, I got people to learn their, their parts. Apparently, according to him, Joe Don came and said, hey, I'm tired. I need to take a break. Yeah. And then Jay, the other guy, was like, and I have a record label. Why don't you take a break? And Gary's like, I don't want to take a break. I want to keep singing. And so he's like, I'll just keep playing. And you guys take you a break. So that's the sitch. He's not tired from moving people all the time. I, I asked him that. I said, what do you get recognized more for? Your songs or your face on a moving truck in town? They thought that was funny. Yeah. There you go. Uh, but it was fun. I hope you guys check out next week's episode or next month's episode uh, of my Twitch show. Uh, let's go over to Brittany in South Carolina who is on the phone. Brittany, hello. Welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, everybody. Morning, hey. everybody. Um, so I have a question for you, Bobby. Got an email. You should check that real quick. All right, go ahead. What's your question? <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. You go ahead. <laughs> Okay, so well, mm, we're out. struggling. <laughs> oh no. She picked the right time to go right into a bridge, no. didn't she? The tunnel was coming. All right, Brittany, last chance before we have to jump. Three, two, one. Oh, wah, 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 wah. Hey, oh, oh, oh we can hear you. Brittany. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Um <laughs> so anyways, I was calling to ask you about this Mike D Pokemon thing. Go ahead. So he, I was expecting him to want like you know five grand, ten grand. What? You offered him eight hundred for a half, and he declined it. And then he says he wants two thousand. That's his number. So I wanted to know if you'd be willing to offer him a thousand, and if he would take it. Mike, would you? If I offered that, no. Okay, uh, there you go, Brittany. I don't <laughs> know. He has for- some weird attachment yeah, okay. to this. Yeah, I don't. Because if he's gonna sell his whole collection and make two thousand, then you think he'd sell half to you for a thousand? Because he's at least yeah, I, Brittany. I don't know. I don't know about. I don't know about the guy. Heck, I don't even know him. I just met him yesterday. <laughs> if I pay him two thousand for the entire collection right now, would he sell it? Mike. Oh my gosh. No. Oh wait. God, you just, wait, no you just said. But it could be worth way more. But you said if they told you it's worth two thousand, you would be happy and you would take it. Yes. But if it's worth but more, I would tell you. You're, you're playing the odds that it's going to be worth at least that. Yes. Okay. <sighs> Brittany, I'm sorry. No no worries. All just right. tell him he's going to regret it if they say it's worth 500 okay. He says he'll just keep it then. Well, then why are you so willing to pay $2,000? Like, a, do, we, do you know something we don't know? This this just out of curiosity to see. I mean, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, I'd want this or I'd take this. And then, you know, they get in the situation and it's just. I think I'd do the same thing. I'd want to know how much it's worth. But I was just curious if he'd actually pull the trigger on it. He won't. We're going to try to get him appraised next week. Thank you, Brittany. Have a great day. Awesome. I can't wait to hear it. Thank you. Bye-bye. I offered Eddie a ton of money for a soul. He wouldn't sell it. Yeah. Even though there's nothing to sell. Right? That, it's just him signing a piece of paper. That got really weird, yeah, though. Yeah, it's mean, just weird. You know, I don't think God would be happy with it. It's supposed to be weird. God doesn't care. It's a bit. Oh, I don't know about all that. I checked with him yesterday. <laughs> you asked He him. said it was all good. <laughs> All right, you guys. 877-77-BOBBY. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. 
This story comes to us from Japan. A 48-year-old man was playing video games when his brother came out and said, Hey, man, can you turn that down? I'm trying to sleep. He said, Leave me alone. So he goes back to sleep. About 30 minutes later, he comes back out and goes, Hey, man, you need to turn that down. 48-year-old turned around and stabbed him. <gasps> With what? A knife. Did he just have it in his pocket next to the video game? <laughs> what? Where did he stab him? Uh, in the chest. Did he die? No, he didn't die. He's okay. That's did, how we know that. Did he turn all- it down, though? I have so many questions about this. <laughs> did yeah, they, they eventually turn it did down? Did he eventually turn down Spider-Man? <laughs> yeah, the video game was over after that. Okay. I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story of the Day. So you know the cicadas are coming to bother us all? I would yes. say kill us all, but mostly bother us all. <laughs> we just had a call a minute ago about it, and everyone's like, you're never going to believe it. Apparently, they've been in the ground for 17 years. It's time to mate. They're going to come out of the ground. They're going to be annoying as crap for a couple weeks and then go back in the ground. And so I keep waiting I've never seen them, and Lunchbox wanted more information, so you went where? I went to the home improvement store Garden Center because I figured they know everything about the outdoors, what I need to protect myself from the cicadas. Like, what self-defense items do they have? So you went to Home Depot? Yeah, I went to Home Depot. Okay, here we go. Question for you. Do you have anything that's going to protect me from the cicadas? The apocalypse, is going, like all the cicadas that I've heard are going to take over and kill us all? Um... Like, is there anything I can do to defend myself? That is actually the first time I've been asked that. I mean, we get rid of COVID, now i got to worry about cicadas. I know, they're, they're born in cycles, and it seems like every year, I think there's a batch that hatches. I've been out here 14 years, and I've never seen it bad. So I don't need to, like, buy a, build an underground bunker? No, no. It's, it's not going to be like one of the plagues in Egypt. Oh. It might be a little bit noisy whenever you go outside, but really, that's it. How do you spell cicadas? Uh, C C A C A C. Oh no, C I C A D A S. That's correct. Wow, oh. good job, Amy. <laughs> Were you a good speller? I surprise myself sometimes. Nope. Here's how Lunchbox spells cicadas. <laughs> what would you like to spell it? I think I spell it S E S C A D A S. Cicadas, something like that. He spelled it S A C C. A D S. There you go, cicadas. And you know what? I can't. No, I can argue it. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know what a cicada is. So I mean, genetically, that's that seems right. Were you good at spelling in school? Not at all. Were you good? Terrible. Were you good, Eddie? No, I was so bad. I'm, yeah. I'm bad now. Yeah, me too. I have to Google. <laughs> that really wasn't my strong suit either. I, I could crush geography B, but I wasn't a great speller. Throw, give me a word. Let me see if I can do it. Ooh. Just, it just, just throw something at me. That's a little difficult. <clears throat> Let me loosen up my throat. Amy. Restaurateur. Oh, restaurant. Wow. Excuse me? But restaurant is hard anyway for me. Let me <laughs> right. think about this. Rest. R-A-S-T. Ow. Because I know it's spelled like restaurant. Good job. Uh-huh. Rest. A-U. Restaurant. R-A-N-T. But now I got to do ear. E-U-R. Is, was anyone looking to see if I was right oh, or no, wrong? No, no. U-R-E or E-U-R? Mike, was that right or wrong? You're I'm so done. far, but he, <laughs> he, he, he finished finish the word. I'm what? done. Finish restaurantour. You, Mike. E-U-R. E-U-R. Good job. R-E-S-T-A-U-R-A-N-T-E-U-R. Restaurant. No, in. No. Oh, yeah. Restaurantour doesn't have an in. It's restaurantour. Really? So restaurant is not... Re- Re- yeah, restaurant is, is where stu- you eat. That's the, the dumbest segment ever. The owner of the restaurant is a restaurateur. There's no restaurateur. It's restaurateur. No in. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd quit the spell. I'd kick a chair over. 
and walk out of the spelling competition. You should have said, can I hear it in a sentence, please? You, but you say restaurateur. Though, I know, because, yeah, yeah, that's how you say it. What do you say, Mike? It it's spelled both ways. I'm back okay, in the competition. He's in. He's in. I'm back in the competition. All right. Uh, nice job, Lunchbox. Let's go over and talk to Ashley in Arkansas. Hi, Ashley. Good morning. Good morning. Morning, studio. Morning. Um, I was curious if you had ever thought about doing, like, trying the colorblind glasses. I mean, it, sometimes it doesn't work for people, but maybe you guys could give it a shot and see if that, you know, you could kind of see what green is. <laughs> so. I have tried them before, and they work none. Uh, one of my eyes doesn't work either, so I'm colorblind, and then my right eye doesn't work at all. I mean, I guess 8%, 6%, whatever it is now. So I just have so many eye problems at once, those glasses did not work for me. But thanks for reminding me, man. <laughs> Everybody keeps bringing up trauma from the past. Yeah, Ashley, I appreciate that. And people were kind enough to go, hey, I want to get you these glasses. It just never worked out. But if here, I've learned to cope. I'm living my best life. I see Amy. She looks amazing today in her Kiss shirt. Name three songs. Go. Kiss? Mm -hmm. Three Kiss songs? Mm -hmm. Hmm. Um, uh, Kiss me. Nah, and that's sixpence on oh. the richer. All right. I don't know. I here to give me a hint. Uh want to rock and roll, roll all night. rock and roll all night long yeah. and party every Detroit day. Detroit Rock City. I don't know that one. Uh, uh, what's the one that they did on uh, Step uh, uh, Role Models? Yeah, that was a good one. That was a slow one. Yeah, a good one. Okay. <laughs> what's going on, Amy? With today in your life? My in-laws are still here, mm -hmm. so be hanging out with them a little bit. What about you? I'm, uh, as soon as the show's over, flying to California. We'll be doing the show from, uh, tomorrow from L.A. because I'm going to finish American Idol this week. It's the last time out there doing that. But you're very excited about the finale, which is Sunday. I hope you guys check it out. But, we, I mean, I'm here for two more days. But on, the show will be sh taped for me in California. So heading out there all day on an airplane. That's it. Bye, everybody. This is a Bobby Bone Show.